0: Welcome to today's episode of the Retail Is podcast. I'm Abby Shino and I'm joined today by my co-host, Kylie Ross-Sybert. Our episode, our episode today is brought to you by Workplace at, e, at E-Commerce Center of Hampton, offers high security small business workplace office spaces and temperature controlled storage units of all sizes at reasonable rates and flexible lease terms. And the UPS store provides printing, order fulfillment, and shipping all under one roof with lots of free parking easy access to the interstates bridge channels and local airport to shops restaurants and ho- hotels and more sorry that was rough today we are joined by john Bundy from morning full Con podcast welcome john.
1: Hey it's good to be here, thank you for having me
0: to get started, could you just tell us a little bit about what your business is where it is how long you've been open all the basics.
1: Okay, sure. Um, Well, we we started in 2019. Um, My daughter said she wanted to be a YouTuber and I figured I was going to do that with her. She was 14 at the time. And I had a lot of fun doing it and found that folks, uh, business owners that I knew uh, needed video done and were interested in having somebody uh, that knew a little bit more than they did about their social media. So we started then um, and have been playing around with that sort of stuff for a while. And now we uh, pretty much we, we teach as well as do done for you services when it comes to producing podcasts and also um, uh, helping our clients to start their own podcast. And then also the the latest edition is Morning Fuel Media, where we help folks with their custom video content creation and posting and strategy and all that stuff. So lots of fun.
2: So in terms of that. Hi, John, by the way. Um, <laughs> hey. The video part, do people like produce the video themselves and then you get you help them sort of do the next element of it, or do you actually help with the video as well? Is that part of your services?
1: Uh, yes. so we we really love to teach people. so our our hope is that with our three month uh, minimum commitment is that by the end of that three months our clients are uh, brave and want to do you know, can do it themselves, but we also offer where we do, we do everything. So we have some clients um, that will do both where they will record a video, say they get a wild hair and they want to um, go ahead and talk about what they're thinking about at the moment and they can send that to us. We give the uh, direction on how to do it and make it look good. Um, and then we edit it for them, and also post it um, in sort of collaboration with them to their social media and all that. And we okay. we do have clients that want us to do it all, and we can do that as well. So
2: okay, all right. So so if, uh, for instance, you know, someone has a, a, a an idea, and may and you're using your expertise and experience and think, well, it's not necessarily you know it needs a little help or a little guidance you know how open are you with with you know sort of the the counseling mentoring part of that
1: oh well we we love that and and eventually one day i really would say i'd like to do just that i I love to consult Uh, so um i've been in the space of um computer art and design for a long time i'm not going to say how long uh, but, um, you know, I've got an eye for it and an ear for it, so I can, I, I love to help people to, you know, get to that finished product and, and teach them and coach them. We have clients that are currently uh, doing some education, uh, trying to learn how to speak better in front of a camera, so we encourage that. We also teach classes and do lunch and learns um, in and around the Hampton Roads area. Uh, you know, teaching folks how to do it, giving them tips and tricks on how to do it, so.
2: So in terms of like in in the Hampton Roads area, from when you started, tell us a little bit how you've seen the industry change and progress. Uh,
1: Well, um, when it comes to social media, I've seen changes in the manner of, uh, you know, for example, Facebook, you know, one of the, the big ones out there. Uh, you know, you used to be able to post and then all of your friends saw your post. Now they want you to pay for it. So you'll see maybe one or two people see it. If you don't boost that post, you're not going to get the engagement that you desire. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to do things in a manner that we like to do organically, I don't want to pay Facebook a dime. And I don't, but I like to teach my my clients and, and myself um, how to do it organically in a way that, there are ways to do things that the algorithm on social media likes. So when you do that and you kind of go according to those rules, uh, more people will see your content. And then also reaching out to your fans, asking them to do a simple easy thing is, and that's share, have a conversation, react to your content, and then more people will see it. So um, it used to be easier to, to do social okay. media. It's gotten difficult.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And how do you see then, the, like, the podcast element of that? Because when you first started, there, there there didn't seem to be, locally at least, that many podcasts. But I've seen now, it seems to be exploding. Uh, what, have, what have you seen personally?
1: Well, um, I, I think about it this way. Um, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. And I understand that Many times the big cities get the, you know, when it comes to clothing or shoes, they have it first. And then five years later, you'll see that's the trend in Virginia or, or you know, other states. Uh, so podcasting has been around for a very long time and is very, very popular in the larger cities, bigger population, all that kind of stuff. It's not necessary for that to be the case because podcasting can reach globally. Uh, but the, the experience I've had is that it's about ready to explode uh, in this area. And it's a very, very good idea, like uh, like we saw with social media back you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago, when when um, it was new and it was real easy to be seen. Well, if you get in podcasting right now in this local area, it's going to be really easy for you to be heard. And I think it's very important for business owners and entrepreneurs to get on board. Okay.
0: So John, where did your podcast name come from then because you're talking about people making their own podcast and they're going to have to eventually come up with their own name but like what made you choose
1: sure. morning fuel actually really came out of um my morning routine so i understand in, in my my life in my world that if i don't get up and do my thing in the morning and and kind of get my gears going several hours before i actually leave the house It's not going to be as good a day as it could have been. Uh, So my morning routine is very important to me when it comes to just spending time, uh, you know, in the Bible, spending time in quiet. I've got my own kind of thing that I have going on. I do some yoga, you know, different things like that. And then I go for my cup of coffee. So that morning fuel, that thing that, um, you know, gets you up in the morning, uh, gets your gears moving, the reason why, the purpose behind what you do. and, And those are the stories I like to hear. So that that's the morning fuel. So when I, when I do an interview, I'm uh, learning about the person behind the business more than the business itself. We do business with people that we know, like, and trust. So I like to introduce those folks and their stories to a larger audience. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. I I'm kind of selfish in what I do in a way that I know I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow from the conversation. And I hope to have something to offer in in return, but it's, it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. I feel like, retail alliance, or I can only speak for myself really, but it, it feels the same way with we're always learning from the people we talk to uh, that, you know, I find yeah. it really interesting, um, you know, why do they get up in the morning? So it's, it. we do have similarities uh, um, across what mm-hmm. we do. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, I presume, yeah, like when, when I think of morning fuel, it's like coffee. <laughs> you yeah, know, what, what gets you oh. going? Yeah. So,
1: part of the morning routine right
2: (laughs) (laughs) so when you talk you're talking about locally in Hampton Roads is is that your is that where you want to stay like geographically or do you want to go beyond that what's your vision
1: well I my vision is to one day be able to do what I do uh, from you know the beach in Puerto Rico (laughs) you know (laughs) but I I do understand that my favorite thing to do is to meet face to face. So 2020 kind of shut the podcast down for me. We, you know, folks weren't meeting uh face to face. But as soon as I, you know, well, I wouldn't say me, but as soon as the, the guests were brave enough, we got back together. And um I I personally I feel a lot is lost in a conversation over Zoom, over virtual. You know, there's body language lost. There's just the vibe or energy in the room. Have you ever felt that when you've gone to a place before where you just feel the energy? So you really have to muster it up um, virtually. So, will Morning Fuel will always be a face-to-face uh, podcast? Um, but I mean, I've seen I've seen stellar podcasts that you know, such as your own that that have introduced you know new businesses to a broader audience. Um, you know, when done well, they can they can be very cool and and very. Um, you know hard hitting
2: yeah I think too with that with us we we try to make sure that it's as easy as possible for the guests you know and, and a yeah. lot of that with especially with retailers and small business owners is you know being where they are <laughs> rather than having to yeah. to come to us sometimes because you know what it's like being an right. entrepreneur and small business owner it's you are pulled in yeah. every which way, but you have a business to run, you know which. Right. Um, so, yeah, but I see what you're saying because, I mean, I have been on your podcast and it does make a difference being in person for sure. Um, yeah. you know, there There is a different dynamic there. And, I mean, I'm very comfortable either way, but um, yeah. I think, yeah, a lot of people can be more comfortable maybe with the screen in between them uh, and others, sure. you know, their personality comes through more, you know, face-to-face. So it's interesting you say that, yeah. So is that something that you recommend as part of your training for people to you know start their own- uh, no uh, whatever's
1: whatever's comfortable for you and your clients uh, you know you, you we could do a podcast with somebody in Japan and it'd be like they're they're right there you know but for me what we do and 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 my desire um, as is I believe Retail Alliance desire um, to really promote local and that's that's my heart I'm a local business owner. Um, I would, you know, drive past a, a Walmart to go buy the item that I need that I can probably pay more for um, at a local mom and pop. You know, that's, those are the folks that I want to support. Uh, so, you know, I I'd like to keep what I do when it comes to the podcast local, but when it comes to the teaching and what I can offer, you know, um, uh, you know, across the interwebs, um, you know, then I, I I love to do that as well.
2: Okay. So they kept very separate then these two things. Like you, you talk about your podcast, and then you talk about your sort of the education training part of it. Is it under the same umbrella, or do you actually do these things separately?
1: Well, it, it, it all it's all connected. Okay. You know, so morning fuel podcast. That's my side gig. I don't I don't get paid for for doing the podcast. I don't ever charge to have folks on um you know right now currently i don't have um uh you know advertising or sponsors maybe one day i will uh, but my, you know the morning fuel podcast is my love letter to the business community um i'm a entrepreneur at heart business owner um i struggled a lot i've launched out several times into business and failed but learned something each time i'd like to be able to offer the stories and inspiration from others to help folks to start their own business so when it comes to what we do with social media that's that's a you know we we charge for that service we have packages and we also teach so it it is connected um because it's pretty much all the same thing we're sharing stories Mm -hmm. uh you know one is audio i also you know with the podcast just you know such as yourselves we we offer a video component of that uh so you know uh, it's it's all connected
2: okay i'd like to hear a little bit more if you've done my sharing um i mean entrepreneurs are known for you know trying something whether they think that you know it's always like well i'm going to succeed and sometimes you don't but you always get back up and try again tell us a little bit then if you don't mind sharing your journey
1: oh sure uh sure um i actually uh i'm going to start a new podcast alongside of morning fuel It's, it's going to be called what the fail and um, it, I'm gonna have folks on that, that talk about their failure experiences and how they eventually achieve success oh, okay. through that. So look look for the What the Fail podcast coming soon. But um, you know, I I found that that you know I've I've had many different types of jobs in many different industries. I've worked for the shipyard, I've worked um, in the the restaurant industry, I worked for NASA for a short period of time. And each time I was there. I would try and see, okay, how far can I get with this in a manner of, uh, is there room for promotions and, and like that? And I would look at my supervisors and I would think to myself, do I want their job? And most of the time the answer was no. And I would try and work in a manner where I could perhaps improve the environment or improve the processes. I just had this mind or how would this be easier or how would this you know, make more sense and and I remember going to a supervisor one time and expressing my um, concerns about a process at the job that seemed to me to be um, over-redundant and take way too much time. And we were always you know, um, uh, told to adhere to a strict schedule and we needed to get this information to them in a timely manner, but it seemed to me like the process was making that time um, you know, just last a whole lot longer. So I went with my idea and the supervisor looked at me kind of in a manner of, you know, I could almost hear her saying, you know, we've been doing it this way for 25 years, you know, <laughs> and she, she said to me, she said, you can, you can take your Burger King, um, you know, systems and processes elsewhere. This is NASA. And I remember thinking to myself, well, Burger King's, you know, a multi-billion dollar company. I think I'd rather start something like that, you know, and, and so, and, and, do, and do things my way. So, um, you know, I've kind of been, you know, I, I don't know, I've had ideas and, and and things like that. So I've gone out, you know, I, I, I really enjoy, for example, um, uh, collaborative work environments. Currently, I'm at Gather in, in, in Newport News. And I know your sponsor for today's episode is Workplace. Great, <laughs> awesome, awesome place. I've been there in Newport News, too. Uh, so I, I attempted to start a work, workplace up in, um, in Williamsburg back in, at the end of 2019, and it, it failed miserably. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I didn't know the people that I was getting into business with, and it, it, it sort of was a spectacular fail. Uh, but, uh, but at that point, I was ready to, to learn something from it and move on. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if what we're doing right now is going to be what we're doing for, you know, I can't even say if it's, it's going to be exactly what we're doing for a year, depending on the way things go. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'll always have a focus on how can I help people and, uh, you know, what's new and interesting and, and let's go and do that. You know, so that's right now it's, um, you know, a video for social media. Next week, I don't know what, what the next TikTok is, you know. So. All
2: right. And is this, I, um, I remember meeting your daughter, but um, tell us a little bit, like, it says your team, is it a family affair?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. My wife owns um, Morning Fuel Podcast. Uh, she calls me the talent. Um, she said I had a face for radio a couple of years ago, so oh. I, I figured I'd, I'd go on with that. Um, and my my daughter, um, as I said earlier, she 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 came to me and, and said that she wanted to be a YouTuber when she was about fourteen. And I'm thinking, uh, young female on YouTube? No, I don't think so. But you know, I said, "Oh, well, this is something we could do, you know, together." So I became her cameraman, uh, director. I helped her write her scripts and did the editing and all that stuff. And and we had we had fun with that. So yeah, we are currently working together as a team. I, I love it that my daughter actually uh, enjoys going to work. So she's she's a senior this year at Grafton High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's getting ready to start her own podcast, uh, interviewing her um, her classmates and teachers. Uh, and, you know, I'm excited about that. She wants to come to work. Uh, she She's excited to get here after her half day um, at school. And uh, so I'm thrilled about that. Thrilled to get to work with my family.
2: Yeah. Is, is that her dream is to join you full-time or she got sort of college dreams?
1: Yeah, she she's she says that she, she feels like she's learning more doing it than going to school. So mm-hmm. I think she'll probably, if she wants to learn a subject, take some courses or something like that. But I, I believe that by the end of her senior year, which she just started her senior year um, this year, uh, she'll probably walk out of uh, high school um, owning her own business and, you know, having like a six-figure income. I, I just see that she's, you know, got the chops to do that, which I'm, I'm thankful for because I did not when I was her age.
2: <laughs> no, not in high school. Gosh, that's yeah. so young. But uh, there's some great um, sort of college courses. And even in high school, you know, the entrepreneurial ecosystem in Hampton Road seems to really be building. So, uh, yeah, sure.
1: Read, sure. So yeah, she did. Great. She did have an interesting experience uh, this past year, though. She took a marketing class, which she was very excited about. Uh, but her her instructor had done no marketing, so her instructor, you know, was teaching by the book, which most teachers, you know, do. They have some background or knowledge, and um, so she she wasn't challenged. So mm. that's uh, you know that's something that she looks for, which is really really cool. So mm. yeah, for sure.
0: So for anyone listening, John, and if they're interested in being on your podcast, how do they go about doing that?
1: Sure. It's very simple. Uh, Go to morningfuelpodcast.com and there is a button that says, be a podcast guest. That'll take you to the calendar and you can sign up. I believe we still have a couple of um, openings in October and then um, November may be opening up now. Yeah. November should be open. Uh, we're we're full September and half of October already, so but do I'd you love ever, to uh, share do you ever reject anybody? What's that?
0: You ever reject anyone?
1: I haven't yet. <laughs> so I, I think everyone's got a story to tell and and I don't know, maybe there will be that one day. Um, you know,, uh, but I don't know why that would be. I think it would be interesting. even if it's a train wreck, it'll be interesting.
2: <laughs> you can always learn something from it, you know?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what would you, like, if we talked a little bit about, you know, what you've been through in business wise and stuff, but in terms of even just getting to your business and your career to where it is today, what, what would you say your biggest hurdles have been?
1: Uh, Developing systems and processes. Uh, We're, we're still doing that. Uh, We have, um, we have a couple of um, uh, our highest level paid clients right now and we also have classes uh, that we're teaching um, getting that stuff in a way that you know one you had mentioned earlier making it easy for the for the guests making it easier for the client um, you know it's it's interesting when you get to a point and people are like take my money and you go, okay, well, I don't even have a system or process in place for that. So we're, ju- you know, we're just getting things like that in order where people can hand us a credit card. Whereas before it was like, you got cash, you know, so, uh, you know, so that's kind of been interesting, uh, but yeah, systems and processes and, and then also setting ourselves up to where we can scale. So understanding we want to help as many people as we can, but if we can only handle five clients, well, that would kind of be sad to me. So let's see what we can do to, to scale the business as well, and making it easy for new hires. Uh, you know, we've we've got people asking us if we're hiring, so that's another cool thing too. I've never had that happen before. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we want to be a fun place to work, and and uh, you know, just a, um, a you know a, f- a family of uh, you know type culture. So okay,
2: so in terms of that, in terms of um, you know scaling, what do you think is your next step to be able to do that?
1: Well, we are we are currently in talks with uh, some uh, virtual assistants. Uh, so we, we, we find that we can offer great value to our clients if we work in our wheelhouse. And, and currently, my daughter and I, our sweet spot is being able to sit down and speak with our clients and look at strategy and what do they want, how do they want to appear to their their audience and, and, um, you know, what works best. So being able to, to be in that conversation more often with our clients and in that relationship and being able to hand over some of the heavy lifting when it comes to editing, when it comes to posting on social media, those are things we can teach anybody. Uh, you know, attitude is one thing, um, you know, and we'll hire on that. You got a great attitude. We'll hire you. We can teach you the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, working in that way, um, being able to duplicate ourselves. So getting folks to a point where, where, you know, we can train them to, you know, be another us and, and at least know how to do 80% of what we do so that they can kind of, um, you know, take that to more and more clients and then the sky's the limit.
2: Yeah. and well, I think a lot of small business owners have that issue of, of delegation. Whether it, you know they want another person that's just like them, or to have the same skills as yep. them, is very hard to then let go of sure. you know, all of that stuff. So
1: you gotta let go.
2: <laughs> you do, yeah. To be able to then grow and you know and scale, yeah. you need to be able to hand off some things, as you say. You know, and the virtual assistant is a good way to start that.
1: Right. Well, I was a um, I was a bit of a hover parent with my first. Uh, my first daughter. And I apologize to Suzanne right now for, for ruining her. But anyways, um, now nah, we did, we did. Okay. But, but uh, a little bit less with Kimberly. Kimberly was the one we told to go, Hey, you want a bowl of cereal, go grab the bowl, climb up on the counter, you know, go get it yourself. Um, so I don't want to be a hover boss either. I want to be able to kind of just kind of let go, let them do their own thing. Uh, you know, as long as they're, you know, um, representing well, you know, that's a, you know, that's what we want, right? As business owners. Yeah. So.
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Abby, is there anything else you want? I know we're getting close to time. Um, but if, I mean, I was just going to ask, you know, if, if you wanted any of the listeners or viewers to walk away with anything from having heard this, what would that be?
1: Uh, don't get into a mindset where, where you feel like you've arrived. Uh, or you've got the answer to everything, you got to keep an open mind, uh, you can learn, you can learn from the lowest level employee, uh, you know, uh, something that can change your life, something that can change your business. Um, and uh, uh, one, one thing that my um, nine to five employer, because I am still currently uh, employed at a nine to five, uh, it's a marketing firm based in Florida called Dynamic Marketing Consultants. Awesome people, Devin and Jen, they're beautiful. Um, you know, okay. his uh, mantra is always be learning. So um, ABL, always be learning. So, so you know, if you want to learn something, currently um, uh, Kimberly, my, my daughter and I uh, are uh, wanting to offer more, more value to our clients. So we paid for an expensive course to um, help people show up better on, on Instagram. So we're, you know, we're going through that course right now. And then we're able to offer that, um, that, that knowledge to our current clients and future clients. So always be learning.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, we're, I mean, yeah, as you say, like we, we can learn from our clients, but there's also skills that you need to learn to be able to help those clients. Yeah. Uh, um, it's a, it's a good way to be. I am. Um, so My last question, I know Abby's probably got something to say, but what is something that we don't know about you or what generally people don't know about you? Share us a secret. Um,
1: (laughs) Generally generally people don't know that um, I am a Jedi um, Ah. on on TikTok. Uh, So um, (laughs) at Bundywan Kenobi. On TikTok, uh, back in 2019 when TikTok was first fresh, um, I wanted to see what it was about, and I wanted to um, you know see how it worked. So, and I would recommend that to anybody. You hear something comes out, you know, try it out. And uh, so, I I I have um, you know a few things I love, and two of them are uh, Jesus and Star Wars. So I put both together, and I, I'm a Jedi that reads the Bible on on TikTok. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: That's oh, that's fun. Awesome. oh, well, Kylie stole both of my questions. So oh, we, we'll we just wrap it up. Thank you so much, John, for being with us. You're
1: today. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: All right. So you've been listening to the Retail As podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, you can find more at retail lines.com slash retail dash is dash podcast or search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Abby Cheyenne. And I'm Kylie Ross-Sybert. Thanks for listening.